This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, we will continue the uh, the second part of our Shi'ur last week, which was the ten Ma'amarot, the ten Tochachot, the ten rebukes that um, Rabbi Rifail Moshe Elbaz writes in his Sefer Arba Shomrim. We got to the fifth. We got to the fifth. The fifth Ma'amar says Rabbi Rafael Moshe Elbaz. Ma'amar ha-histabkut. The Ma'amar of doing with little. Not having, not having to always have so, so much. Says Rabbi, says Rabbi Rafael Moshe Elbaz, Amar Shlomo Bechokmato. Rash ve'osher al titenli hatrifeni. Lechem chuki. Don't give me poorness. Don't give me riches. Give me what I need. And therefore, such a, an important lesson that, that, that he writes that um, somebody who wants to make sure he has everything, just make sure you don't have to do it so much. It's the simpler route. Somebody who, who is going to eventually want something, he's going to see with, against his will, he's going to want it. And he's going to be a slave to his own addiction of loving money and always wanting more. He's going to speak more about this. But actually the, the, the point of, of, of his tapkut, which means being able, to, being able to do with less being able to do with less. And he writes a whole piyut that he got from his friend, somebody called Mimon Aflalo. I have no idea. I know my grandmother's maiden name was Aflalo. And he says, Al yomar adam ki hu anus bema'asal lirdov achar hamamoni parnasat anshe beto. Don't think, well, I have to make a living, so I have no choice. I have to make as much as I, as, as I can. I'm going to work 20 hours. A person should know that whatever is supposed to come to him is going to come to him. Doing so much extra effort beyond his realm is not something that is going to help. There's always, it's always very difficult to know what's considered a proper ishtadlut. Whenever in somebody's business he has to give it his all, obviously but not to a point that he thinks that he's in charge and he's going to do so much more. So that is the lesson of, um, uh, of, of Ma'amari Stabkut. Then he goes on into, into Ma'amar Chemdat Hamamon. This is a desire, a lust for money. Ohev Kesef, lo Yisba Kesef, Shlomo Melech says. And why? Because somebody who his whole purpose is after Kesef is Ahav, even if he's going to have as much as he wants, I don't know, this doesn't change. And he could be the richest in the world. Then the Yitzharara transforms, or maybe it was there from the beginning. It's not only that I have my riches now, the other person has more than me. Because once a person has a few million, what is he going to buy, an extra boat? Extra boat, Shaul, you need an extra yacht. You need an extra sailor. What, what do you need exactly? Gold toilets? You need gold toilets? What, 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 what more can you get? So then a person is going to say, oh, you know what? The other guy has more. That's where the Yitzhara gets him. And that is never enough. And therefore, 
זה עומד לחומד יותר ממנה צריך לדע. כי אם לא יעשה ממנו צדקה ומעשים טובים, ויזנגן אמרי כבר בזמן צדקה ומעשים טובים, חדש יצא וחדש נכנס, וממון העבד, he's gonna have new money, he's gonna come in, old money is gonna go out, and he's gonna stay the same and lose money. ואף אם ישם, and look, let's say he's not gonna lose the money, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna make the money, he's gonna give him his reward in this world. It's just gonna go to other people. יעזוב לאחרים חילו, יכן, it's not always the best. How many... How many wealthy people left, left money to their children that they just abused it afterwards and they didn't, uh, they didn't learn proper work ethic. It's not simple at all. What, he's going to work his whole life? And then, and then it could be that others are not going to manage his money properly and he's not gonna, he's not even gonna, it's, it's not even going to be in a good purpose. So he's quoting from the Shla Kadosh. And then he brings a whole poem from the Shla That a person should be extra careful that the chemdat mamon should not take over his life. But then he warns that even if a person made Baruch Hashem a lot of money, he shouldn't give it all to a point that he's not going to have anything left. Not to be over, over, um, over giving, because like it says in Stakat, don't give over a fifth. Now the Havitz Chaim says that somebody who has great wealth, they're allowed to give more than a fifth. because they have enough for that. But somebody who is average, he also has to know how to manage his finances, not to be overly, um, o- overly uh, spread himself thin. Vidaki, and, and he repeats, It's not going to help either way to do so much effort if in Shamaim it wasn't supposed to come to you. That is Ma'amar Chemdat Mamon. So very closely related to the Ma'amar Istabkut. Zayin, Ma'amar Haptiyut Ve'asichlut. Many people don't speak about this, but here he, he speaks about a point that is, it is worth noting. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> you know, you think that it's so simple. Ma being a petty, being innocent, believing in everything, shows a certain amount of... of lack of, of, um, of sharpness that is going to prevent you in Avodat Hashem. It's written. A petty is going to believe everything. If you start, first of all, if you, start, if you believe everything, all those spams, you already, right, Kandura, you are probably rated on your computer a bunch of times, oh, this guy needs money in Jamaica, oh, this money in Nigeria. You're probably spammed a lot of time, right? Okay, so now, already that, for that it's good enough, uh, it, it, it's a good enough lesson for a person. Somebody who's so, so um, simple-minded is never going to understand one thing among the other. You have to be, you have to be sharp and you have to, understand that maybe this person is trying to trick me. Maybe this person is trying to veer me away from Avodat Hashem. He's going to say, come, come, we're going to go to the casino tonight. It's okay, it's okay. Ah, right. oh, yeah, casino, it's a mitzvah. Okay. Gonna, you know, a person has to be smart. Sometimes he has to understand that it's a yitzharah, it's a play. Sometimes it's a play that is laziness. A person always has to be on guard from petty, being, not being an idiot. Sometimes somebody gives a person a hint, sometimes a person is trying to tell him something, giving him mashal, and he's like, he, like he, he does, he goes, it flies right, right above him. Rabbi Ari, we know people like that, right? And unfortunately what happens is, is that that person is left behind and he's, he's, uh, he, he's never able to get to the next level. So this is something that you don't usually hear. 
but it's something that's important. And 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 he writes a few poems on this once again, like he usually does. So he's, he's showing that even if a person is a, you know, he, he could be from a great family and he could have great qualities, but if he's not going to be somebody who's going to understand what to do with that sharpness, he, he's not going to get anywhere. Okay. Chet. Ma'amar atzlut ve'akvedut. It's two different things. One is being atzel, just being lazy, you want to do anything, you want to sit at your door, you don't want to atzel on mitato, you want to watch, uh, I don't know, the, the, the football game or whatever with your potato chips. That's the first level of atzlut. But what happens is that one person has atzlut, he starts to become heavy. Everything becomes a burden. And that, it, and he, and that, is, that is when a person has a, a kvedut, it's called hichbat takum, that a person is always going to stay at the same level. And therefore, Because run like a, like a deer, be light like an eagle, to run towards the Avodat Hashem. The ninth Ma'amar, Ma'amar HaTochechot Ve'ayetzan, we said last week, in the name of the Arizal, that the Geula will come if the leaders give rebuke to the nation and they tell them things that they have to fix because if the, if the if the if the leaders don't say what's wrong how are the people supposed to know that there's something that they have to rectify amar shlomo the problem is the challenge of nowadays is that everybody is so sensitive is everybody is everybody everybody is so so, so uh, you know, weak-hearted that, that that one thing that is said improperly, or somebody somebody slighted them in the light in, in the slightest. That's it. They 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 they'll, they'll hide in there, go back into their cocoon. But that's a problem because if a person is not willing to accept rebuke, so the rebuker is never going to rebuke him because he's going to say, "Well, it's not worth it." So, a person has to know that he should be somebody. Who wants to accept rebuke, but the rebuker has to do it in a way that's l'shem shamayim, not for his own benefit. He, he do, I am making myself greater than you, therefore I'm telling you, you no, know, you know, I'm sorry, I have to tell you, but or it's not how you do it. That's not how you give rebuke. You know, now the Rav David Feinstein was his levaya this morning, one of the great geonei olam. They say about his grandfather. He was also his name, Rav David Feinstein. And he was a Rav in, Europe, in, in Russia. The way that he would give rebuke to people in his community is that he would take a book of Mesilat Yesharim, a book of Musar, of the Ramchal, and he would put it in the person's Talit bag. Enough said. Some people are able to give rebuke through a, through a stare. Some people are able to give a rebuke that you know that they're so honest and they're so L'shem Shemaim and they love you so much that you'll accept it. So the art of rebuke is one thing. But a person has to know that he has to give rebuke and etzot. And sometimes solutions. Don't just, don't try to go down upon a person because that's never going to help. You have to do it in a way of helping a person find a solution. And that'll be the most effective. And If it wasn't for the fact of giving musar and giving rebuke, people would be the same. And therefore he brings, you should always take etzot from the Gdolim. And I see this 
as I grow older in life, not that I'm so old, but as I grow older, I see that a person who has a Rebbe, a person who has somebody that he consults with, is somebody that you should be connected to and somebody you shouldn't be afraid of. A person who is in a vacuum on his own, who doesn't have a sense of authority that anybody above him, he decides what he wants and he takes his decisions on his own, eventually it catches up to him. And unfortunately, I have to tell you, I see this time and time again. I wish it wasn't true. Somebody who thinks that he doesn't have a, he doesn't have to be part of a community, doesn't have to have a Rebbe that he has to look up to, gets himself into problems. He, he decides his own things. He digs himself into holes he can't get into. So if it was one thing worth it for you to come today, is make sure that you have somebody who loves you enough that is able to give you tochecha. If you're married, you don't have that problem. You're always going to have your wife who's going to give you tochecha. Baruch Hashem. But besides having your wife giving you tochecha, you, and, and, and it's a one-way street. You don't give her tochecha, she gives you tochecha. That's why we can speak about it another time. Okay? Yeah? But, 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 the, but, but, but the important point is you should have a rav that you're close enough to that if you're going a little bit in direction that you shouldn't, he's able to give you tochecha. And the last one, ma'amar bet tefillah. Nothing helps without tefillah. Person has to always give himself chizuk in this area. Always give himself chizuk of praying. Always give himself chizuk of, 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 of making sure that if he spaces out one tefillah, he's back into it the next tefillah. It's always a battle against the Yitzhara and he has to focus on it and try hard and make different itzot. I remember Rabbi Pam from Toronto once told me that his father, the great Rabbi Pam, would always say that sometimes the good itzah is switching your sidur from time to time. Don't use the same sidur. Because if you would use different sidur, It'll 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 take you out of the route and it'll remind you and it'll 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 give you extra 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 incentives to, to focus on your tefillah whatever you can to help focus on tefillah. I'm going to leave you with one story of the of the holy Hatam Sofer. That one time there was a um, there there was a, a big coronation that was going to happen in their city in Presburg for the new count and everybody was supposed to come. And when did they do it? They did it on Yom Kippur. And they knew that a lot of Jews would go to Bet Knesset to go to the coronation and it would be a big Chidul Hashem. Khatam Sofer asked them over and over and over again, please don't do that. And they, uh, they didn't listen to him. So Khatam Sofer said, fine, I have no choice. Erev Yom Kippur, he stayed after Shachalit. He stayed in the same place silently, praying harder and harder and harder until midday, until Chatzot. You started seeing all the clouds come in. <laughs> It started pouring and pouring and pouring rain and continued on to the next day. Because he knew power of tefillah, eventually you break through. When his son, the Ketav Sofer, was very sick when he was an infant, all of the all of the Hebra Kadisha came and they had wax candles that they brought with them. And they put it around and they, they that's it. They started lighting the candles because they knew that he was going to die. The Ketav Sofer, when he was a baby. Ketav Sofer stood in a corner and he, start, he said, I reached levels of tefillah that I never knew I could reach at that point. He just started praying and praying more and praying more up until a point that he was such intense tefillot that the Ketav Sofer opened his mouth and started speaking. Started saying, and, and everybody in the Chabra Kadisha got up and said, this is a miracle. The power of tefillah. And by the way, by his bar mitzvah, the Ketav Sofer, somebody came to him and gave him a gift. He opened up the gift. What was it? Wax candles. He says, 
What is this? The guy said, I was by your, I was by your, the Hebrew Kadisha, and I was the one with the wax candles that lit the candles, and we thought you were gone. This is a gift to you that you should take these candles and light up the world with. And he actually became a very great Rav, the Ketav Sofer, the son of the Hatam Sofer. So people should always realize that Tefillah is a resort that works no matter what. We just put our effort into it. These are the ten tochachot of Rabbi Yifayel Moshe. Everyone should have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.